right. Um, Who are, are you? Ready? Are you ready <laughs> for the book of Boba Fett? Yeah, man. I'm. I'm all. I'm all ready for the the book of Boba Fett and talking about the, le- the legendary Star Wars character Boba Fett. Boba the Fett. You know, I. Who, I uh-huh. who quote unquote died in Return of the Jedi when hit by a random by a blind guy. Yeah, he's blind. And then crashed into a wall and then yeah. fell into a giant mouth in the ground. Yeah. That Boba it, Fett. And then it burped. Yeah. Because yeah. he's tasty, tasty Boba Fett. Mm. Boba, the snack. Anyway. Yeah. Hey, why are we here, Joey? <laughs> Talk about Boba Fett, the most badass character in all Star Wars. You know, in real talk, you, you made this observation uh, months ago. Months ago, last time we... It was you and me. It was you and me, and we was uh, we was doing a podcast, and you're like, "Man, I always like how our podcasts just start, and then and then we talk." <laughs> so maybe yep. you should introduce the people. <laughs> well, I'm a just I am Joseph Blanchett, and AKA I Adrian Frog. You are. Yeah, and you I, don't you don't introduce you don't yeah, introduce you, yourself. I, I say, and no, with me, uh huh, is Randy Keepers. That's right. That's that's how these things go. It's you know I've done a podcast before. I've I've only yeah. been doing the legendary Frogcast since two thousand and nine, and you'd think I'd know. You'd think I know better, Joey, but I don't. <laughs> anyway, we're so reviewing, we? reviewing the Book of Boba Fett, which, despite its title, it is actually a television show on uh, Disney Plus, and not a book at all. Yeah. You know, there's nothing. There's nothing I hate more than uh, false advertising. But you know, you think, mm-hmm. think that think that's why reviews are so mixed because people are expecting like a good a good read, you know. But yeah. like, mm-hmm. you have to watch the entire thing. They don't yeah, have time you, for that. Yeah, like you know, how am I supposed to curl up in a blanket with a hot cocoa and and all these things are happening on a TV screen of all things, like? It's yeah. just, it's unacceptable, Joey. It's unacceptable, and these unrealistic expectations people have of of media, you know, at least they could could have named it right. The show of Boba Fett. That would have been great. I would have... <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'd the watch show that. Of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, the, the name The Book of Boba Fett um, makes it sound like, like he's, like, this mythical figure that, whose deeds must be written down. Mm-hmm. Like so, like future generations can remember him. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, that, that's not quite what I got from this, at least this season of the mm-hmm. Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, it. Um, like I, I'm gonna preface this with an overall. I liked it, but I am also willing to admit the many, many, many faults it seems to have. Or situations that could have been done better. But the things it does great, it does great. <laughs> and so, like, for me, it's a very difficult show to dislike or even, you know, not like. I, I, I like it quite a bit. Um, but I, I feel like we'll be able to get into the more of the specific minutiae um, when we get into it. And so I guess the 
the logical explanation will probably be to uh, not be like the show and start at the beginning. Because the show doesn't start at the beginning of what ha- No, it does. Never mind. Like, the opening scene is him getting out of the... Uh, of the, uh, the, uh, Sarlacc. Sarlacc, yeah. <laughs> the monster we've known about for 30 years. <laughs> and I can't remember its name. Anyway. Yeah, it turns out he, um, he's kind of crawled out. Yeah, just showed up. <laughs> I guess he had a flamethrower. Well, I guess he implied that his, uh, this car armor, like, protected him from being digested, more mm-hmm. or less. The the parts of him that mattered, you know, to to not kill him, you know, kept him alive long enough. And he, and it does seem like he, he has, there is like an air system that he needed. And, and uh, that's why he used the, uh, he used the local, local, uh, local stormtroopers air. Breaking up. There you go. Oh, sorry about that. I didn't mean to turn into a robot on you. I hope I hope the recording won't be compromised. <laughs> um it was cool like seeing the uh sand barge all destroyed from Return of the Jedi. Yeah. And uh and like a little later on when you do see the uh like the creature inside the Sarlacc pit, it doesn't look stupid like it did in the special edition. It looked like really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I think that was like a, you know, one of those many changes from the special editions that people didn't really like is when they gave the the sarlacc like a little beak or something. Yeah, that like weird, a, weird mouth beak thing that got a little worm thing in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think you're talking about how the show is like kind of many different shows. Um, mm-hmm. you have the part where Boba is taking away the Tusken Raiders, but then like befriends them. And learns their ways, mm-hmm. and then you have um, the parts where he's uh, taking over the um, job of the hot roll. He's like, what was the term they used for that? Like what? Uh, daimyo. The... Daimyo. daimyo. Mm-hmm. Um, where he's trying to like get a hold on things, and turns out it's more complicated than he thought. Mm-hmm. And then it's when it just becomes the Mandalorian for about three and a half episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, basically two episodes. Two episodes yeah. becomes the Mandalorian for a while, and, uh... and uh, in the second one, the part where he's trying to run a crime syndicate, um, mm-hmm. it's actually like during like the present time that like not a lot actually happens. No, no, um, it doesn't. Like most of the first three or four episodes are are dedicated to the flashbacks, mm-hmm. um, and then with a little bit of the of the present day stuff, um. And then, like, he, he gets a rancor and says, like, we need an army. And that army will be the Mandalorian. <laughs> uh, the, the Mandalorian and this Wookiee we hang out with. Yeah. And, uh, oh, and the, um, and the Scooter Gang. With the, the mods, is what they called them. But, uh, oh, the mods. Yep. And then... Uh, oh, and the Gamorrean Guards, the, the, the jobberest of jobbers. The, the jabroniest of the jabronis. Oh yeah, and, uh, and... I watched this with my dad, um, and uh, he liked how, 
like I, I like how like everything I like he says um, I like all the dumb puppets they have around like the people in suits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's, it adds a lot of authenticity to it to me. I love practical effects. Yeah. I'm I am a sucker for them, and so like and a lot a of big... them obviously, uh, like a lot of them obviously are a lot better than they were back in the eighties and stuff. But uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, yeah, it adds that certain Star Warsness. Mm-hmm. To see those guys running around again, and how the the Rancor was a practical in the his introduction most mm-hmm. of the time, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah for sure. And um, but yeah, it's just you know, it's a it's a good time. You know, I I, I thoroughly enjoy the the practical effects that we do get and the uh, the information that we do get, and um, and it's just a lot of just a lot of cool stuff, and. Um, when I, I, I think there will be a, a thing I say, I'm going to hold on to this. I'm actually going to make a little note right now so that I don't forget about it uh, when we broke up again. Oh, am I breaking up now? Am I back? Am I, am I, have You're I back. lost? Am I... Good. Welcome back to the stage of history. Retold. It only lasts a second, but you, oh, you're okay. like uh, cool. cutting off a couple times. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, I don't know what's going on. But anyway, um... So let me just make sure I've got my sticky note right in front of me so that I can delete that note. I don't need that note. I need a new one. Give me a new one. Thank you, baby. Anyway, um, hold on. Uh, there it is. Okay, cool. So um, now I got my little reminder here so that when uh, the time comes while we're wrapping it up, I'll give a final thoughts on this. And this is just going to be the, the little strings people along to get to the end of the episode hopefully anyway so uh with uh moving on from the uh the first episode which is uh, a bit of a recap of how he survived and he uh he kills that really awesome uh ray harryhausen looking monster with the with the six limbs and that rodian who's like He's like, ah, if I, if I act like, if I totally kowtow to the sand people, I, I, I'll be able to get out and be free, and I'll totally screw over Boba Fett while I'm at it like an idiot, and, you know, that's, what does he get for his trouble? Oh, body slammed. <laughs> that's what. <laughs> so. Uh, I mean, like, like, were these flashbacks um, the best part of, like, the Boba Fett-centric parts, do you think? Um, yes and no, because, like, I understand that a lot of it has to be, you know, done in the past to explain, like, why is Boba Fett not wearing his armor? Why is Boba Fett, uh, uh, why is Boba Fett carrying around a gaffy stick now? Why is Boba Fett, you know? So, like, there's a lot of stuff that we we needed to have explained to us. So, like, flashbacks may have been necessary as to not be confusing with the pacing with, like, because if if they did put it in chronological order, um, the first couple of episodes, you just get nonstop YouTube videos of people like, well, what, when does this take place? And it's like, well, <laughs> it, it pay just watch the show. Shut up, stop theorizing, and watch the show. Let's see. Anyway. Uh, but, well, I, mean, um, was, well, I know, like I said, I watched this with my dad. I kept had to ex- explain to him like what the timeline was. Because, oh. like, for one, he, he had forgotten he was in Mandalorian Season 2. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yeah, so he was, so at one point he was like, so wait, how did he get his armor back? 
I said, well, well, that happened in uh, Mandalorian season two. He's like, I don't really remember that. It's like, and the, and the lady was with him. I said, yeah. So it's okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I'll, I guess I'll have to trust you on that. All right. Thanks, Papa Legendary Frog, for <laughs> well, I for mean, being forgetful. You know. Well, it's because, like, you know, he said, like, I don't have the brain space to remember uh, all yeah, this yeah. stuff. <laughs> So it's all right. It's all right, Dadgenary yeah. Frog. I mean, I'm surprised he uh, he remembered like MCU stuff for Endgame. Sometimes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, not not to diss your dad because my dad's the same way. So it's all right. It's all good. It's. I mean, like at first I had to rebind him. It's like, oh, this this guy was in uh in the original movies, and his dad was in the prequels. And he was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Boba Fett didn't really do a lot in the original trilogy, so... Nope. But anyway, um, then we got onto the second episode, which was really good. Uh, It had the train heist. Um, It did a lot better job of having Boba uh, get familiar with the the situation. We found out about the, the huts and... And Black Chrysanthemum showing up and being like, you know, hey, I'm a big black Wookiee. And it's like, wow, that is a big black Wookiee. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't think we have to go over like episode nah, by yeah, episode. Say, um, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you not want to? Because I'm totally cool with yeah. doing that. I'm totally yeah, cool with doing that. Then, you know what? Then let's not do that. And I, I think what I'll do is I, I'll, I'll, I'll bring up my note now so that we can talk about it. Because I feel like it's important. Because uh, there, there a, was, hmm? well, there were a few things I liked though. Uh, we learned that Tatooine was a uh, like an ocean world originally, yeah, and that the um, Tuscans were um, like like um, native to the ocean part of it, mm-hmm. um, and they learned to adapt to live on the uh, the Dune Sea. And there was a line in the last episode. Um, where like Boba Fett, you know, when Boba Boba gives the uh, major domo guy the um the message to give to the Pike Syndicate, um, he says like we'll have the sands of Tatooine bathed with your blood, which hasn't happened since it was covered with water or something like that. Uh, were the uh, Pike Syndicate aliens like native to Tatooine while it was full of water too? No, they're no, they're they're from another planet altogether. Okay. Um, yeah, they're from another place altogether, altogether. Because, like, so. unless I'm unless I'm misremembering, like that made it sound like, um, like they were on the planet and then like left it when the when the seas dried up, and now they're coming back to like reclaim it. No, no, it was it was all for the spice trade. That's uh, it's all for the spice trade. That's all it was, you know. That I mean, it did thing. like how, like. The villains were um, fish people on a desert planet. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Contrast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but um, what, was your, what was your note? My note is spitting in the face of a path that has been set before you. Um, that's what the show's relevance is. And that's what I think the main theme of the show is supposed to tell you. And it doesn't tell you this until the sixth episode. 
And on the seventh episode, it was just it was just cathartic payoff is really all it was, you know. Um, seventh episode wasn't supposed to be a, the the grand resolution of of all of the 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 uh, lessons that this this uh, story was trying to tell you. It it was actually episode six, or at least the results of what happened in episode six. So yeah, episode seven was still like a revelation. But as an example, Boba Fett was cloned to be an extension of Jango Fett's legacy, right? Yeah. And um, and that was what it was. Boba Fett did not get to really choose the life that he ended up getting. He, you know, his his father was the the uh, assassin for uh, for an, uh, for the 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 villainous faction at the time. You know, uh, they so like he was he was gonna be destined to deal with a lot of crap. You know, he was gonna have to uh, live live a hard life. And it's not even one that he could choose. It's not even the one that he could ask for. It was, it was forced on him. It was thrust on him. You know, his his last name is Fett, and he has to live up to Django Fett's legacy as as one of the the, the deadliest, um, deadliest bounty hunters in the universe. Din Jaren, Din Jaren was uh, rescued by Death Watch, um, the the Mandalorians who. Uh, took him in as a foundling and forced him into a uh, forced him into their lifestyle. You know, he was just a child who was recently orphaned, and he was rescued by these these strangers who took him in and you know indoctrinated him in this in this lifestyle and this uh, this way of life. This is the way. This he's not he's not critically thinking of it being the way. He's that's all he knows because that's all he was taught. And uh, and Grogu, Grogu was found and dragged into a world of conflict. Um, but unlike Boba Fett in Din, Luke presented him with a choice. You know, because th- the idea was become a Jedi, even though your heart's not into it, or go home to Din Jaren, who cares about you, and and uh, and you know, be be attached to him, be attached to. Uh, uh, be attached to him and you know, be live live a happy happy life with him, you know. And so the thing about the book of Boba Fett, ultimately, to me at least, are people coming to terms with deviating from the the paths that they have been forced on, and being able to break away from the legacies that have been chosen for them. And that's that's mm. my take. That's my takeaway for 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 the book of Boba Fett. Book of Boba well, Fett. Sure. Like, yeah, yeah, because uh, Boba took over bounty hunting from his father. He even wears his armor. Um, and then like after after Return of the Jedi, which just takes place, you know, soon after, it's kind of easy to forget that he's yeah. like, I'm, I'm done dying for like potentially dying for other people's causes. Mm. Exactly. It's time for me to, um, it's time for like you know, someone who knows to, about the life to be the one who makes yeah. the decisions, you know. And um, you think with and I, I know I kind of talked about it's like I don't know if I like the fact that we basically had two Mandalorian episodes in the middle of this because, mm-hmm. 
like it, it's good. I liked it, but it's like, is this the place for it? All that stuff. Yeah, um, yeah. I I did like, even though I thought Grogu's story was over with. Like I thought Mandalorian season two, that was like, um, this is his farewell. Mm-hmm. He's gonna go train with Luke, and the rest of the Mandalorian series is gonna be about other stuff. Maybe he'll come back for a little cameo or whatever. But that that's kind of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it almost it almost feels like they realize, wait a minute, um, you know, this baby Yoda, uh, we make a lot of money on this. We have to make him stick around for a little while longer. But you're right. It, I, I do like how, like, he, was, he wasn't, you know, quote, unquote, forced to go to Luke. But, like, you know, that's what everyone was saying he has to do. You have to bring Grogu to the Jedi so he can... So he can be trained, uh, but ultimately, um, Grogu doesn't want that. Like he no. wants to, and um, he wants to be with uh, um, Din, and uh, and it goes and like people don't like it, but you know, the Last Jedi was about how that stuff isn't good. Um, yeah. Like, uh, and even like the prequels, how a uh, detachment from. Um, from um from people is ultimately what what did the Jedi in um mm-hmm. because Anakin wasn't allowed to love like he it, it, it like let him down the dark side and and Grogu started a path like where he has to live in solitude live by a code it's like sure he can do cool flips but like he can't be with the person he cares about he can't be with his father mm-hmm. like yeah. his uh his adopted dad father figure. Yeah, yeah, and um, you know, and he, he chooses he chooses Din. Um, mm-hmm. and, and I did like that part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's just well, weird it didn't happen during a during a Mandalorian season. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. You know, fair enough. Well, I can I can agree with that though. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's a lot of things that I feel like they could have handled a little bit better, especially with uh with the Mandalorian being treated like the Mandalorian instead of bringing the Mandalorian into the book of Boba Fett to explain more Mandalorian stuff. So I, I totally get that, but I, I feel like, I feel like this, this deviation from the path that you're set on and the theme of the book of Boba Fett being the theme of the book of Boba Fett is, or what it is. I feel like that's a good springboard for, uh, for the Mandalorian season three. So that Din Jaren can become um you know there are a lot of theories right now that uh that Din Jaren is is becoming or can become the the Mandalore and reunite the Mandalorians once again you know that's what that's what people are really hoping for because um and I feel like these experiences are grooming him into this um grooming him into the person who will be the ideal leader of of Mandalore, you know, he, uh, Din is, it's always the people who don't want leadership who end up being the best leaders. And like Din's willingness to, cause him, him getting the dark saber was complete and total happenstance, you know? And like, the thing about that is that it's, it's not like he was seeking it out for power or, or anything for his own self-interests. Sometimes destiny just finds a way to land in your lap and i feel like that's 
that's the kind of destiny that somebody needs to look into. Like just like with Luke Skywalker, his destiny landed in his lap. He didn't go out looking for it. It found him. And I, I feel like that, like having Din rise to the occasion and become the, the man he's eventually meant to become and to fi- found a new Mandalore that isn't as stubbornly stringent to the traditions of uh, the Mandalorian's past and, um, you know, that he finds a happy middle ground between, you know, what, what he remembers and what he knows and the uh, the remaining Mandalorian forces and things like that. So I, I just feel like that this is all just theory crafting for for it. I I could be wrong, you know. I, I I've been wrong in the past. It happens all the time. But I'm I'm not so married to my opinions that um that I uh, I would be utterly insulted if I was wrong because you know that it it happens. You know. <laughs> so uh, anyway. Uh, but... um, so, so while you were talking, I was looking up the Pike Syndicate, mm-hmm. um, and apparently they've been in Star Wars, at least yeah, behind, yeah. behind the scenes for a long time. They were in the Clone Wars. Mm-hmm. A lot of the comics had to do about them, especially the one with Darth Maul, since uh, apparently Darth Maul became a crime boss. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. <laughs> and I think they were in, they were in a, a Solo, a Star Wars story. Yep, they were uh, one of the primary antagonists. Yeah, I've only seen that movie once, so I didn't really recognize him. Yeah. No sweat, no <clears throat> um, sweat. So, yep, they, they've been around. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same way that um, that bounty hunter guy that showed up in the, the last few oh, episodes. Cad Bane. Yeah, Cad Bane. Cad Bane, yeah. So I didn't yeah. watch much of uh, Clone Wars and stuff, but I watched enough of it where he showed up a couple times. Yep. And um, I like... I like that they brought Cad Bane in, and I like that because I. A uh, fun fact about him is that he is based on the actor who plays, and I, I forget his name all the time. I can only ever remember his character's name because I'm a I'm a I'm a nerd like that. But um, the character's name is Angel Eyes from The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. Um, the, he's the he's the bad, you know, in in the The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. And um, and he was a, a consummate professional. Um, he could verbally tear you down, you know, with with just anything that he 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 would or could say to you. Um, you know, it wasn't just the fact that he could shoot you that made him dangerous. It was the fact that he could he could break you down in ways you didn't know you could be broken down. And that's you know to me that's that is a great villain who can do that. And yeah, like uh, I did like how. Like he said, like I'm faster than you, Boba, and he is. He, like he he beat Boba Fett in the duel. Like yeah, 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 yeah. He he uh, he he beat out uh, he beat out our boy in a uh, in a quick draw, and uh, but yeah, I I I thoroughly enjoyed um, having that foil to Boba Fett, you know, show up and be the you know the stubborn old man who's still stuck in bounty hunting, coming in and trying to tell Boba Fett that. You know that he uh, bounty hunting is all they're good for. You know, it's all we're good for. It's yeah. all we can do. You just go, go back to collecting bounties and don't disrupt the universe in a meaningful way like you're trying to. You know, I mean, because it's hard to tell because he's an alien. But like, Clone Wars was like twenty five, thirty years ago or something. So yeah, so like he's probably like a. Well beyond 
middle aged at this point. Um, you know, he's probably an old man. Um, which brings up another point. I think I mentioned this to you. Uh, Boba Fett's only like 25, 30 years old, but they have like the uh, nearly 60 year old actor playing him. And I had asked, is that because of a, like officially, is that because of a, like the cloning went wrong and he uh, began aging rapidly? Or, and you said, I think it's because like the Sarlacc um, like damaged his. Yeah, it messes with your like, metabolism. Like tissues. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it messes with your metabolism to keep you preserved while it's uh, digesting you. And, uh, and so. But would it make sense to make you, would it make sense to like stop your preserve. metabolism, not, not make you age faster? <laughs> hey, man, well, we're talking about a phys, a phys, uh, uh, a, uh, a fictional universe in which, uh, wizards with laser swords call upon the powers of something, uh, uh, gelatinously gelatinously known as the force so my my willing or my suspension of disbelief is uh is very well suspended <laughs> and so uh i assure you i i am not going to think too much about it nor am i going to lose sleep yeah. over it but i do well, agree. I wonder if there if there was a reason why like obviously the actor is aged you know 20 years since uh and i think well since he the, was... the movies but uh during uh during the clone yeah during the clone wars um boba fett shows up sometimes and he's like a teenager and um yeah so boba's boba's about I mean, middle he, age but he yeah he's definitely not close to uh i mean he was like 10 or 11 in attack of the clones mm -hmm. and then um, the Clone Wars took about five years in between the movies, I think, around that that long. So yeah, he would have been like a teenager. Mm -hmm. um, and then Luke and it, so Leia. then that's when Luke and Leia were born. So that's about twenty to twenty five years by the end of Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. He definitely shouldn't be sixty. Yeah, he shouldn't be sixty, but he's he's around about yeah. uh, forty, forty or so. Yeah. Um. But I do agree. Uh, he... There was a, a thing going around on Twitter um, about the final episode, like during the fight scene, one of the mods is, are being held in like a chokehold, but then he gets gets free, and does a little spin, and then shoots. Oh, he... Yeah, no, he uh, um, was the uh, yeah. I, I uh, the um, uh, he, no, he was he wasn't really in a chokehold. He was he was helping Black Chrysanthemum, and oh, yeah. uh, and then he you know rolled out, and then he did the spin. The spin before the yeah the, uh, yeah point is though like people were complaining it's like this spin is stupid why is he spinning and like people were saying even Ed Boon said that and like <laughs> they were yeah. like um it's like this is a a TV show for children yeah <laughs> yeah it was like rule of cool rule of cool applies dude I'm sorry it, yeah it, <laughs> I mean even Ed, like I said Ed Ed Boon the Mortal Kombat guy said that and someone said just like um. So you made your career based off uh, characters doing weird stuff for no reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Something exactly. Like that, so. It was. It's always funny um, to see people try to pick logic, try to try to poke logic holes in in fiction. <laughs> That's my favorite thing. Um, but um, I did want to point something out because in the the final episode, and not enough people like. 
talk about this, which really upsets me, because, like, you'd think, with all these people who, like, know so much about cinema that I, apparently, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just some ruffian, some, some vagabond, some vagrant on the internet who, you know, likes watching movies every now and again and stuff like that. And I, like, I know who Robert Rodriguez is um, as far as, like, his cinematic achievements and the movies that he makes and, and all that stuff, right? And, and yeah. here's the thing is like I um I uh there's a bit in the seventh episode of Book of Boba Fett that I'm surprised more people weren't talking about because like yeah okay you want to talk about the mod spinning hey let's talk about the dude they shot off of a uh, off of a roof and continued to shoot him while he was falling like yeah <laughs> like nobody's talking about that why are, why is nobody talking about that because to me that's the most robert rodriguez thing i've ever seen in a movie because i i think once upon a time in mexico that actually happens where they where he does that to somebody like or where where one of the characters like they just shoot the crap out of this guy he's just some jobber he's just some jobber and he's falling from somewhere and they just keep shooting him you know, like I, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I just really like my my extremely uh, grindhousey, um, excessively violent movies more than your average moviegoer. But like when I saw that, when I saw that scene, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. Robert Rodriguez uh, directed this. <laughs> like he did uh, most of the episodes. Yeah, uh, not most. He did a uh, did a uh, uh, yeah. Quite a few, at least. Yeah, yeah, because because he was it was him and um, him and Dave Filoni writing it, you know. So mm-hmm. I just I just love that, you know. I just I, just, I love that. Oh, uh, he directed movie. in Mandalorian the episode that introduced Boba Fett, I think. And yes, he did. He, yep. he, yeah, and he just has a good way of like um, filming these action scenes, or uh, really sell the yeah. sell the impact of what's going on. Yeah, and the other thing, the other thing, when 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 Boba Fett gives somebody the old razzle dazzle, like he he shoots with one hand, like looking in one direction, and then he brings up his knee and shoots the knee rockets <laughs> with the other, like like it, he just gives somebody the old razzle dazzle, and that's like the yeah, I just, so I just love that, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I just love these Mandalorians. They just, like if there's a place to put a rocket, they put, the, put a rocket, yeah. On. <laughs> yeah, <or laughs> yeah. A yeah, and so like you know I, what I love, I, I think people just want to hate the mods. That's one big thing. Um, I didn't really like the mods that much. Yeah, there are a lot else. of people. Who, um, I'm I'm take it or leave it with the mods. You know, it doesn't bother me too much that they're there. There's also that main that main mod girl. Um, what was her name? I don't remember. See, the problem with the mods is that they're forgettable. Um, but the, the one, the main mod girl who shows up and everything and did a whole lot of the heavy lifting in the episode, uh, like, is it me or is that woman just unreasonably gorgeous? Like, I don't know what it is, man. I, I just, some very eighties about her that just, I'm like, ah, I see. That's why you're the, uh, you're the, the main one that does a lot of the talking, (laughs) you know? But uh, I, I when I saw her in the in the previews, I'm like, wow, that girl is really pretty. Like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Oh, first, I thought it first, first instinct. The first I thought it was, I thought thought it was a uh, Felicity Jones from Rogue One because it they kind of look similar. They, they kind of have the same very, accent. They do. Yeah, I was like, wait a minute. I was like, 
wait a minute, could that be her? It's like, no, it can't no. be her. Wait. <laughs> she's dead. There's the way, yeah, she, that girl, she yeah. did. You know, anyway. Um, I, I, the the uh, like um, they're they're like Corvettes, speed, speed bikes and stuff, which I think was <laughs> kind of a nod to like George Lucas's um, you know, love for that stuff. Um, mm. whenever they moved and like whenever they, whenever they had chase scenes, like I thought it looked really bad. Yeah, it was hokey. Yeah, I, I, I thought it was like surprisingly. It's like not even in a fun way. I thought it just looked bad. <laughs> um. Like you can't do high speed chases in the narrow streets of Tatooine, apparent of Maz Espa or whatever, apparently. Yeah, yeah. You can't it, have like it, fast. Services, it services nobody. <laughs> yeah. Um and since like an entire episode was kind of devoted to them and their speeder bikes, like mm-hmm. it just seemed like they're kind of wasting time a little bit. Um What else? Oh, let's talk about um, Luke Skywalker. Oh, and how much better he looked in this because he looks incredible. Yeah. And the uh, yeah, this is what I was talking about with the, the the like when when the the series hits, it hits hard. But at the same time, you know, oh, this isn't a book of Boba Fett episode. This is a Mandalorian episode. You know. Yeah, because I um, I rewatched the um, the last part of Mandalorian where he shows up and. Um, he he looks okay. It's a little off, but he looks okay. But whenever he talks, the the lip sync just looked awful in Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, they improved that a whole bunch. Um, so they're not they're doing uh um they're not doing CG faces. They're doing uh deep fakes. Yep. yep for the uh, for, for that. Um, and it looks a lot better. Um, he looks a little wooden, but it's not too bad. Yeah. Um. The light in his eyes is dead, but you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So didn't do a great job there, and uh, also it, it's a it's an AI generated voice too. Um, is it really? That's what I, I'm, I heard that, and I'm, pr- I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure it's true. Like someone who worked on the show apparently said so. Um, like, they just yeah, took was- old clips of of Mark Hamill from like the movies and interviews and stuff, and they 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 fit it through a. AI thing that made a language out of it. Um, that's horrifying so, and awesome at the same time, but so that's why it sounds a little weird. Like it doesn't have Mark Hamill's like energy to it, where it sounds like yeah, we're we have a computer that's mm-hmm. putting sounds together basically. So it wasn't definitely not horrible, but. Um, like at what point do you think they're just gonna hire new actors and not rely on the like CGing? One. Well, like um it's like that scene in Rogue One where Leia shows up at the end. It's like mm-hmm. or um the Grand Marvel Tarkin in that movie. Like it wasn't like it's technically really impressive, but it still doesn't look real. Yeah, um, yeah. Why couldn't they just it would have made a lot more sense just to hire a lookalike? I think for those people, for those parts, rather than like trying to CG create people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, there was this big, 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 big push for uh, uh, Sebastian Stan to be um, to be brought in uh, to do uh, Luke because you know Sebastian Stan right now he he does look like a uh, 
a slightly older Luke Skywalker. Like, he does look like a slightly older yeah. Luke Skywalker, you know? He already does, you know? And, uh, and I don't know, maybe, maybe he's, he's actually related to Luke Skywalker. I don't know. But what I know for sure is that, uh, that, uh, you know, we're, we're, he's here and I'm happy he's here. Um, but I, I would really like for, I would really like for them to use him. You know, I would like for them to, yeah. to bring him in and, uh, and get that I mean, maybe if, cause like for Solo, they didn't like, you know, DH Harrison Ford. The entire, no, for yeah, the entire they, thing. Yeah, but then you know they got, got they got an actor. But yeah. maybe since it's just uh basically a, a cameo, they didn't they thought it might be weird to have a a different actor be Luke Skywalker for just an episode. Yeah, for sure. Or or if he shows up at the end of you know Mandalorian for a few seconds and you and it's not the Luke Skywalker you remember, then you think it's like disappointing because it's just some guy, you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. No, I I get you. Yeah, you're right. Uh, we have definitely done a lot better. And like I said, it's scary how they didn't even need Mark Hamill to do lines. You know, I think it would be kind of hard because he's, his voice is a lot different now. Um, but it's it's still not there. Like it, it sounded, it sounds wooden in a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and like the, the thing is, is that it's it really sucks when that happens, especially on something as important as that. You know. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I, I, I just we're we're getting to that point where we're we're probably not going to have Harrison Ford or uh, um or you know uh, Mark Hamill for uh for too much longer, and it's it's really it's really well they're not. I mean, they're not like super old yet, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, we we thought the same thing about Carrie Fisher, and uh, well, I mean. Yeah. With all due respect to her and her family, she had a drug overdose. I mean, she didn't oh. die of natural natural causes. I didn't. I didn't realize that. I. I mean, that's that's what happened, right? She uh, was a drug overdose. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't. I don't know. I. Um, I, think I, it, I didn't. I think it. it well, I think it was. To, to be honest, I think it was a uh, mm-hmm. cocaine or something like that. But um. Oh. But that's beyond the point. Maybe I'm wrong. So sorry if I'm wrong about that. But uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean these these actors are getting older, but they're not like um, they're not like William Shatner, you know, age yet. Where I'm afraid he's going to go any day now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And I don't I don't blame you on that either. You know, was... so a book of Boba Fett overall. Um, do you think it was worth them? You know worth them making as opposed to just going right on to Mandalorian season three. Um, yes, I think so. so it was I, a uh, worthwhile endeavor to, to learn more about Boba Fett and his continuing adventures. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And I agree. Cause I just think that, um, especially with, uh, what we've been seeing with, uh, with the way Star Wars has been lately, we've we've gotten a lot of really good Star Wars, and I know there's a lot of people who don't want to admit that that we've been getting really good Star Wars lately, but we really have been. You know, we really, really have been. Um, I 100 percent agree in terms of of Disney Plus shows, and um, I I don't watch the animated stuff, but I know that's always been solid. 
Um, yeah. It's just the movies that have been really uneven for the most part. Yeah, yeah, it has been, and I agree with that too. I um, I think what my thing is, especially recently, or not really recently, it's just been more like a um, dealing with what is it? Uh, what I want to say is that, like, I really, really like, um, I really like where Star Wars is starting to go. Because it feels like the people who are currently working on it care about um, care about Star Wars, you know that they're that it there's a reason why we're here and why we have fun, and it mm-hmm. it really is that the people who are finally who are making excuse me goodness um the people who are making Star Wars now are people who. Um, they're people who care about it. They're people who, who this matters to, you know. And so, um, the fact is, is that no matter what happens, or what, no matter what strangeness goes on, no matter uh what the deal might be, you know, I I really feel like, um, with the way that uh Star Wars has been going. I feel like it's it's ultimately going to just keep going up because it it really is basically just on this on this upward spiral where things are going to get better and it's going to keep getting better and I really enjoy where we've where we've come you know it's just it's just good and I, was, um, I, really... I watched a video oh, oh, go ahead. oh no 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 <laughs> I I wasn't even yeah that was I watched a video the other day um, that said, uh, "Like, like this, the new Star Wars is like anti-Star Wars or something like that." But what it, what the point it was making is that every of the every one of the new movies has been reactionary to the movies before it. So, like, the Force Awakens was reactionary to the prequels because, like, no one liked the prequels. So, let's make a movie that doesn't even reference it. That is basically repeats the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Well. Then people thought, well, this is too much like the original movies. Well, then let's say the the original movies don't matter. We're doing our own thing, and that was what the last Jedi was. It's like, oh, but then you're forgetting about what Star Wars is, and blah blah blah. So the Rise of Skywalker was trying to do all this stuff, and it ended up like not really really being about anything. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, it was, it was just kind of like I said, it's really uneven if you look at the the new movies. If you love them or hate them. Um, but these Disney Plus shows have found a comfortable spot of where it's nostalgia, but it doesn't feel pandering. Um, yeah. Like, where it's like, yeah, the, the, yeah, like I, I can watch Mandalorian or Boba Fett and like, even though it's, it's modern looking, it's like, oh, this feels like old Star Wars. And it's not afraid to like reference um, or even have entire plot points around like uh, the prequel stuff that happened in the prequels. Like I loved when the when the when the Naboo Starfighter showed up. Um yeah. because like you don't see the prequel and the original trilogy stuff mix that often. Yeah, no um, you don't. Yeah. And like how how that uh junkyard lady has like the little uh little droids from uh episode one and stuff like that. Like it, it's nice seeing the 
the the prequel stuff show up in these things and feel natural to the Star Wars world, whereas before they kind of felt like little little different because um the prequels were all like shiny and CG while the original trilogy is all like dirty looking and like models and stuff like that. Um, and it's one thing I definitely liked about like I said about these Disney Plus shows. Like when when Rogue when Rogue One like went back and showed old old Star Wars stuff, a part of it felt like it was just a nostalgia bait. But I don't really feel like feel like that with the with the T V shows. I think they do a lot better job that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, it also I, makes I... me a little wor- makes me a little worried too that they're kind of stuck in the past. Um mm-hmm. because all the stuff they did that moved moved it forward has been been mixed. Um so I don't know when we'll start seeing Star Wars again that's like, you know, past the nine episodes, but yeah, So no, um I guess oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just basically saying I I really think that we're we're at a point where uh things will keep getting rad. Um I just hope that <laughs> I hope that we don't end up going backwards. That's one big thing I'm worried about is yeah. that the they get they get high on the hog and they get um like extremely full of uh the success that they're seeing now uh because of you know what's what's going on and all that i I genuinely hope that we we're able to get a uh get all of this um that there this doesn't come at the cost of something you know yeah so let's see uh, we have um ashoka ahsoka um that spinoff is happening. Uh, I think next we're getting Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, that show, I believe so. Yeah, I think that's coming pretty soon, like a little later in the year. Mm-hmm. Um, they have a like a Heroes of the of the New Republic show, but I know that what's her face that was like really popular in the Mandalorian. She kind of got canceled for yeah, her she... uh, for her she... beliefs. <laughs> yeah. She, um, yeah. She so I don't think she. Yeah, oh. some really bad inert stuff. So I don't think she's yeah. coming back anymore. Yeah, and, and that, I think that shows on hiatus. Um, mm-hmm. And then we have that guy from Rogue One. I guess he's getting his own TV show. Like, so. Mm-hmm. Guess we're is, seeing that. That is the hope, apparently. So. Where? Oh, and there's um, a Rogue. Not Rogue One. There's a Rogue Squadron movie coming, I think, from uh, uh, Patty Jenkins. I think that's still in the in the works. And then there's a Taika Waititi Star Wars movie, I think. Hmm. Well, that'd be interesting. Yeah. And, I mean, if uh, anyone's going to do something unique with Star Wars, it's going to be Taika Waititi. Yeah, he's going to be able to do it. He'll be the one to do it. That's him. He just comes out of nowhere and people are like, oh, yeah, just let this guy do whatever he wants with it. Like, let him let him make whatever make whatever movie he needs to. If and on a slightly to... different subject, um, Moon Knight in the MCU is coming out in a couple months. Yes, he is. I'm 
I'm actually really, really excited for that one. Really excited. I, uh, I know nothing about Moon Knight, but um, he's. I, I, I assume it's gonna be cool. Well, like the thing is, is that he is a character that could get done really poorly. Um, like they could mess up really bad with him. Uh, unfortunately, he as as a character, he has a lot of things that could become or be um, extremely offensive if if it's not done right, you know? And so, um, and that's, that's the concern. That's the, that's the worry is that, cause he has, uh, he has DID and, um, and right now DID, there's not a lot known about it. Um, there's not a lot known about, um, about the, uh, what, what happens with, uh, people who have DID or uh, or are you know diagnosed with it. Um, the the concern is that people, um, like that he'll they'll mess up really bad on the representation for uh for DID and it would uh do kind of like what what Split ended up doing to uh to uh to uh you're talking about multiple personalities yes that may not be the technical term for it Um, yeah 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 i think um i think oscar isaac who seems to be like killing it in the from the trailer Mm -hmm. says like he has like four different personalities in his head and um the weird part about that trailer is, is like you watch it and you think it's oh it's a story about a guy who's like going through multiple personalities and then oh he's turning into a mummy man I guess yeah yeah like, what's, going, <laughs> what's going on here yeah exactly and the you know I can uh, and the concern becomes the uh, that we're you know we're not doing a good job with uh, well uh, I bet they they consulted on it a bunch and. Well, apparently, one of the writers, that is the uh, the the situation um, that we're in with that. So, yeah. But the important question is, where's Dracula? Where, where's the money? <laughs> where's where's the where's my money, Dracula? You giant nerd. Yeah. But yeah, if Dracula's not in this in this uh, TV show stealing. Moon Knight's money. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's there it is, right in the streets for that. That's the one. There's the take right there. That's the All one. All right, so Book of Boba Fett, like nearly everything that comes out on Bo- on Disney Plus, uh, we recommend. Um, I will say, when the Mandalorian stuff showed up, it was kind of a fresher breath of air because I was getting a little worried about the show. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh, this show may not be awesome. And it I, I don't like it as much as Mandalorian one and two, season one and two. Um but I think it it was it, it served its purpose, like you said. And um like and it's just fun to see these actors doing their thing. Like Ming La uh, Wen is always fun to watch, and they brought back some characters from Mandalorian that were a lot of fun. Um mm-hmm. And when the Rancor starts to 
to, you know, go on a rampage in the town, just like that Star Wars Connect game. I mean, that's just fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that, is, that is true. That's always a good time. You know, the thing is, it's just, the whole thing is just supposed to be a good time, and I I really feel like people uh, get get on themselves about things that they don't really need to just get all weird about, you know, it's just, it's just, just, it's just a show. It's supposed to be entertaining. It's supposed to be fun. You don't need to overanalyze every little piece of it. You know, how you know how people get, you know, they're just, they're just going to get that way. And it's like, well, great. So who has the better theme Mandalorian or Boba Fett? Um, Gosh, I don't know. Um, you know, realistically speaking, I, uh, I'm, I'm not sure because they're, they're both. I don't know. The Mandalorians like, became pretty iconic. Mm-hmm. Like when that when that uh, motif showed up in Boba Fett, like you you knew what was going on. <laughs> so. Yeah, exactly. And the and all right. Yeah. So thanks, Randy, for uh, chatting Star Wars with me. Oh, of course. You know, you'll always, you'll always have me, Joey, no matter what. <laughs> you know, even and um, even, even after the war, you'll have me. Yeah, after have the war, war. <laughs> the great, the great Star War. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good times. We tell right, the so, dumb um, jokes, Joey. You and me. <laughs> We tell. Uh, and and uh, thanks you for listening. I'm talking to you right now who's listening. You individually. You. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, thank you so much. Um, you're our 1,000th you're listener. Are they really? And uh, yeah. Oh. And um, call up Spotify and get a lifetime membership to Spotify Premium for being our one millionth customer. Tell them, tell them legendary. Tell them legendary. Tell them uh, Seth Rogen sent you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Seth Rogen. That's that'll that'll take the heat off us. I think. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, He's the one that got in trouble, right, on Spotify, or is that another guy? Was it Seth Rogen? No, oh, Joe Rogan. Yeah, it was Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Yeah, Joe Seth Rogan's Rogan. okay. Yeah. Okay, I think yeah. he's Donkey Kong. He's okay. Yeah, he's- Asian. Joe Rogan, yeah. Yeah, it was Joe Rogan who's Tell- like I don't know, guys. I uh, he's he is just Joe Rogan, you know, it's just how he is. Making Joe Rogan noises. Okay. Alright, thanks everyone, and I'll see you next time. Later on. Bye bye.